Have you heard the buzz about ChatGPT, but you're not sure how to use it effectively in your photography business? Or maybe you've played around with it, but you're looking for fresh ideas to implement to get more out of this amazing tool? Either way, I have got you, friend, because I have spent the last year learning how to use AI and the last six months specifically deep diving into learning everything about chat, GPT, and today I am bringing that entire year of knowledge here to you so that you can learn how to use this tool effectively in your photography business. I might be a little biased, but I'm here to say this is going to be a good one. It's going to be a saver. So make sure and grab a pen and paper. Let's dig in. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn. And on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full-time. And students learn this through the beauty and birth photography certification and through marketing school for photographers. Oh man, I have been nerding out on this for so long and I wanted to really learn it and understand it before I brought it to you to teach today. And so I think that this tool called ChatGPT has made AI so accessible by putting it in this chat format where you can speak to it like it's a human and get useful data out of it. And so what is AI? What is AI and how does it get its information more importantly? Well, I asked AI, specifically ChatGPT, this, and this is what it told me. Artificial intelligence is a broad branch of computer science aimed at creating systems capable of performing tasks that usually require human intelligence. I'm already confused. I don't know about you. Um, It said AI gets its information from the data fed into it. For example, in the case of a machine learning tool like ChatGPT, a vast amount of text data was used to train it. This included books, articles, and websites. The model analyzes this data to understand patterns and structures in the language, which it then uses to generate human-like text based on the input it receives. Got it? So easy to understand, right? (laughs) Maybe it's just me, but I had to read that multiple times to really understand what it's saying. The cool thing was when ChatGPT told me that about itself, I wanted to dumb it down a little bit. So I asked it to restate the answer in a fourth grade reading level. And here's what it said. AI is a type of computer brain that's made to act like a human brain. It can learn new things, solve tricky problems, and understand and talk in human language. Imagine you're reading a big book full of stories. The more stories you read, the better you get an understanding of telling your own stories. AI works in a similar way. People feed it lots and lots of information, kind of like reading it a lot of stories. Then AI learns from this information just like you learn from reading. But remember, even though AI can do some amazing things, it's not like a human. It can't think or feel in the way that people do. It's just a really clever computer brain. 
Uh, I love asking ChatGPT. That's a little hack, right? As we start this episode, I loved asking ChatGPT to write things in a fourth grade reading level. Number one, it helps me understand complicated topics, right? And number two, sometimes we as photographers, um, we know so much about what we're doing that we speak over people's heads. And this is so important. We speak over the heads of our potential clients when it comes to our pricing. And we say things like session fee and assume they know what that means. Or we say things like digital files and we assume they know what that means or portrait photography or um, portrait in general. Like we use these words and terms that are like duh to us, but to the general public might be confusing. And so I will type something into chat GPT and literally just say, restate this to me in a fourth grade reading level. And it's so clever what it comes up with. Now, before we get into all of the ideas, and I have 11 really, really great ideas for you and how you can use chat GPT in your photography business. And we're going to get into the nitty gritty. But one of the things that a lot of people have issue with, and rightly so, is they're saying, okay, so is chat GPT just going out onto the internet, finding words, and giving them back to me? Like, is it plagiarizing words that it's finding on the internet? And the answer is not exactly. Here's what I've learned about AI and chat GPT when it comes to plagiarism. It doesn't remember specific things that it finds on the internet and things that it was trained on. And it doesn't generate its results by copying and pasting from the data. It's learning patterns and structures in the data, and it's using those patterns to create the results. So the result is based on those learning language patterns versus just spitting out what it saw on the internet, if that makes sense. Now, if I am co-writing with ChatGPT, something that's going to go out in the world publicly, like a social media post or a blog post, I will always use a plagiarism checker just to double, triple check that nothing is being straight up copied, right? And I said that I co-write with ChatGPT, and I think that that's such an important point to make that I found it best to co-write with ChatGPT. I use it to help me come up with ideas and to get unstuck when I have writer's block. I'm not just saying, write me a blog post, enter, right? I am using it. I'm using my normal process of content creation and other things and using ChatGPT to like co-write and help me get unstuck. So what does ChatGPT make possible for photographers? And that's what we're going to talk about today because I have 11 different ways that you can start using AI and ChatGPT today in your photography business. Now, if you are in the middle of something right now, if you are working out, if you are driving, if you're doing the dishes, I put together a free PDF that's going to list out everything we're sharing here today so that you have a quick cheat sheet and you're not trying to like take notes and all that good stuff. So if you want access to that, head over to taviaredburn.com slash chat GPT, totally free. And it's just an overview. Basically, I took notes for you so you can go back and reference it. One last thing I want to talk about before we get into the 11 ideas, and that is a common problem I see, which is how can I keep chat GPT from sounding like a robot? Like we know it's AI. We know it's a robot but I don't want the results that I'm getting to sound like a robot. 
I'm going to share a ninja hack with you. Okay. If you've ever played with chat GPT, you know, it sounds robotic, but I've learned that when it comes to AI, the output, which is the result, like what it gives you really is only as good as the input or the prompt that you put in. The output is only as good as the input. So the more detail you give in the input, in the prompt, the better result it's going to produce for you. The more specific, the more detailed that you can be, the more likely you're going to be happy with what it produces for you. So one thing that I've started doing to make it sound more like me is I trained it to know my tone of voice. Pretty cool, right? Like it knows how to speak like Tavia. So how did I do that? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'm going to tell you. Basically what I did was I copied something that I wrote. I believe I took the copy on the homepage of my website and I asked ChatGPT to describe the tone of voice of the person who used that. So I copied all the the wording from my website and I said, okay, ChatGPT, tell me the tone. And here's what it came up with. And you can tell me, we've, we've been around each other for a while. You can tell me if this sounds like me, okay? It says the brand voice is informative and motivational, focusing on helping aspiring photographers succeed by offering specific tips, sharing personal experiences, using persuasive language, strong calls to action, creating urgency, and utilizing listicles, all while maintaining a confident and enthusiastic tone. Oh, man. So cool. And so if you've listened to the show for a while, you can tell me if you think that that's accurate, but I think it's pretty darn close. And so now that you know how to make chat GPT sound a little more like you, a little less robotic, you understand that it's the value of the input that creates the output that you want. Um, let's talk about how we can use chat GPT as photographers. Now, I'm not including things like social media captions and blog posts on this list of ideas because I think that's where a lot of our heads first go to, right? It's like, oh, I can create social media captions and blog posts. You absolutely can. It's so powerful. I think that the best way to use it to do this is to go back and find previously high-performing social media captions that you've written or high-performing blog posts that you've written. And give that to ChatGPT as an example. You can say like, hey, I want to create a social media caption similar to this, but on this new topic of XYZ. And I usually ask it to give me five options so that it spits it out really quickly and I can scan and find my favorite. So that's kind of the first one that's like, yeah, we all know it's good for social media captions and blog posts, but that's a good way to use it for that. Okay, the first way to use ChatGPT as a photographer is emails. And I don't know about you, but there have been so many times that I need to respond to a client about a difficult or sensitive situation. And I want to be empathetic, but sometimes I don't know how to communicate that properly. And that's where I use chat GPT. So for things like inquiry response emails, follow-up emails after the inquiry, asking them to send a a testimonial or a review requests to like hurry up and choose their images so you can take their gallery down, right? You can ask ChatGPT to help you create those. Welcome sequence emails. There's so much opportunity there. 
And this really will be a time saver and a brain space saver because you're not going to be thinking about how to respond. What should I say? Is this the right way to say it? You're going to have this machine help you and you're going to make it sound like you, customize it a little bit, tweak it a little bit and send. And that brain space that it frees up is really so, so valuable. So, So the first is emails and all the different types of emails that we create as photographers. The second idea is posing ideas and prompts. So this is definitely specific to photographers, unique posing ideas and prompts to give your clients. Now, when I was using my actual brain, not chat GPT, to come up with this list of ideas for this episode, I thought about this and I thought, man, wouldn't it be so cool if you could ask chat GPT to come up with posing ideas and prompts based on the type of session that you're photographing and the vibe and the feel that you want it to have along with like the ages of the people that you're photographing. And I thought, nah, it's probably not that smart. Like that's a really specific kind of weird thing to ask it to do. I bet the result is going to be like awkward and clunky and not really all that usable. Well, my friends, chat GPT proved me wrong because I asked it um, to give me like a family session list of prompts for a family that had like a baby and the dad felt uncomfortable at the session as most dads do, right? And I wanted to elicit natural engagement and laughter from the family. And I was shocked at what it gave me. Like some of them were ideas and things that I already do, but some of them I was like, oh bro, I'm like for real going to write that down, right? So definitely play with this idea, posing ideas and prompts. The third way that photographers can use ChatGPT is with brainstorming. Oh man, so good. I don't know about you, but I'm a verbal processor. And so sometimes I just want to like talk things out and there's not always somebody nearby or like an adult nearby for me to brainstorm with. ChatGPT can become that person. Yes, we're starting to rely on robots. It's a little bit weird. I acknowledge that. But I want you to think about how many times have you seen a photographer go into a Facebook group and say like, hey, does anybody have any good client gift ideas? Or like I made my pricing packages, but I need help coming up with cute names for them, right? Maybe you've even asked those questions yourself because I know I have at different points in my career. But now ChatGPT, who's really smart, can help you with that instantly. Like things like client gift ideas, package names, like what I just said, pricing structure ideas, help coming up with like a mission statement or your values or kind of your tagline or what you should name your business, like your origin story, right? Blog post topic ideas, promo ideas. The possibilities are endless. Like anytime you find yourself going, you know, I wonder if I should ask, you know, this Facebook group XYZ, ask ChatGPT. Okay, the fourth way that you can use ChatGPT as a photographer is with your client workflow. Now, what's a client workflow? It's the series of steps that must be taken in order to complete a job for a client, in order to complete the session like from start to end. And I don't know about you, but it's always been kind of tough for me to write this out. Like if it's like, okay, I'm going to write this down to create systems and have my team come in and help me. It's, I feel like I always forget something, right? And this tool, ChatGPT, can help you write this so that you don't forget anything. 
The fifth way to use ChatGPT as a photographer is to critique your current website copy. Critique your current website copy. So literally all you have to do is copy the current wording that you have on your website, paste it into ChatGPT and ask it like, how can I make this wording better? How can I make it more likely that people will click on my contact form or will click over to the next page on my website? Whatever the desired action is that you want them to take, copy the pa- the wording on the website into chat DPT and ask it to critique it. How can I make this more clear? How can I make this easy to understand? How can I make this persuasive, right? Oh man, is your mind blown yet? <laughs> like, I hope so because mine is, and there's even more coming because we're only on number five. So number six, the sixth way that you can have ChatGPT help you as a photographer is with SEO. Now, I know SEO can easily feel super overwhelming. Some of you listening to this feel like I got that dialed in. And some of you are like, what is SEO? (laughs) SEO is search engine optimization, aka getting ranked on Google when people search for a photographer in your area. And there's so much that goes into SEO, but ChatGPT can help you get started or help optimize certain pages on your website. So you can use it for SEO-friendly blog post descriptions. You can use it to suggest keywords based on what you've written or make those meta descriptions for your website to help you come up with a title. It's not a full-blown SEO wizard. And one thing that I haven't mentioned yet that's really important is that at this time of this recording, ChatGPT only has knowledge up to September of 2021. So if you ask it about anything after 2021, September of 2021, it doesn't know. So that's worth mentioning that, you know, things in SEO may have changed, things in social media may have changed in that time frame. So don't expect it to be like up to date on what's going on. So it's not a substitution for learning SEO, but it can definitely give you a boost. The seventh way to use ChatGPT as a photographer is to create email newsletter content. You guys, if I had a nickel for every time I have been asked like, okay, Tavia, I want to start an email list, but what do I put in the emails? Is that you? Do you feel that way too? (laughs) Now chat GPT can help you. Now, of course, it's always a good idea to have a general idea of what you want to talk about. Because like I said earlier, the input or the prompts that you give chat GPT do matter. You can't just say, write an email newsletter to my email list and expect a quality result. So it's important to know who you're speaking to. I guess it's important to tell chat GPT who you're speaking to, your tone of voice, and what you want to talk about and know how to prompt it to create that newsletter so that it's giving you the kind of content that you actually want to send to people. And I think even though this tool is so powerful, so, so important to read through and make sure that the content makes sense to make sure it sounds like you, to make sure it's things you agree with and to fact check it. Because there have been times it has sourced something for me incorrectly. And so anytime I ask it to source something, I'm always double checking it. I'm always fact checking it because it's not super great at that. So again, this is not a copy paste situation. This is a 
I know how to use ChatGPT. This is you speaking. I know how to use ChatGPT. I know the prompts to give it. And then I'm going to make it sound like me and fact check it. Cool. Okay. The eighth way to use ChatGPT as a photographer is with your client experience and to help you enhance your client experience. We all want to give our clients a wow experience, an incredible experience, right? But aside from gift giving and emails, how can we use ChatGPT to enhance our clients' experience? So it can actually help you create personalized questionnaires for before and after the session, depending on the session type. It can help you educate your client on what to expect and how to prepare for the session. Think about like the, the, the prep guide that we all want to send our clients, like the beautiful prep guide, right? It can create that for you for newborn sessions, for birth, for baby milestone sessions, for family sessions. It can help you write that. And then with Canva, boom, you're done, right? If you need help describing your products, ChatGPT can help you write descriptions for your prints, for your canvas, for your albums to really sell them inside of your pricing guide. Promotions and announcements. So if you're doing like a promotion, a discount, you're launching something new, you have an update, then ChatGPT can help you create those messages, the emails, the social media posts, and enhance that experience for your clients. Are you scribbling down a ton of notes? <laughs> I hope so. And there's more coming. I want to mention something I haven't mentioned yet. And that is if you're in marketing school for photographers, we are going to do a bonus training where I'm going to dive even deeper on how to use chat GPT. We're going to work side by side. I'm going to um, share my screen and show you how I'm creating things and help you create things. That is going to be super fun. So if you're in marketing school, make sure and keep your eye out for that announcement. If you're not in marketing school, make sure and grab, or even if you are, make sure and grab the cheat sheet that goes along with this episode at taviaredburn.com slash chat GPT so that you have a list of everything we're talking about today and you can make notes and dive in and have fun with chat GPT. Okay. The ninth way to use chat GPT as a photographer is with your bio to create your bio. Anytime we have to sit down and write about ourselves, it can be a challenge, right? So you can have ChatGPT help you. Make sure and tell it your brand voice and your ideal client and have it write a website or social media bio for you. Man, so good. The 10th way to use ChatGPT as a photographer is with the FAQ section of your website. I know we all get a lot of the same questions every day when it comes to hiring us or people inquiring about our services. But when it comes to sitting down to answer them for something like our website or an email, we tend to draw a blank like, wait, what do, what do people want to know again? What am I always being asked? <laughs> and so these FAQs are so important because they show your client that you understand them and that you are prepared to help them and experience to help them. So you can give ChatGPT the questions that you often get asked and have it create answers that are easy to understand. Remember, this is where that fourth grade reading level comes in handy. So if it populates a response or if you give it a response, you can say, 
write this in a fourth grade reading level so that the general public, not just photographers, can understand it. And you can even use it to brainstorm other questions that your clients might have to include in the FAQ section. The last way to use ChatGPT as a photographer is for blog post titles and email subject lines. Now hear me on this. We spend all this time writing blog posts and emails. And usually the last thing that we're thinking about is the title or the headline or the subject line. Like we're just, we're done. We're ready to get it out into the world. It's kind of an afterthought for a lot of people. But the problem is the most important part of a blog post or an email is the title and the subject line. Like we're skipping over the most important part because if it's not that good, people aren't going to click it and they're not going to open the email. And if they don't click it or open the email, they're not going to have the opportunity to read the awesomeness that we created, right? And so that's where ChatGPT can help you again. After you write the content, give ChatGPT a peek of your blog post. Copy some of it. Copy some of the email, um, like the main points, a quick summary, and ask it to suggest catchy titles or email subject lines. Now, I like to ask it to give me 10 to 20 at a time so that I can quickly scan them and find the ones I like best. If we're doing it one at a time, it takes forever. But if I'm like, give me 20 email subject lines for this email, then it helps me so much because then I can just scan them. So I have a question for you. Can you tell which part of this episode I co-wrote with ChatGPT and which came 100% from me? Hopefully not. And that's the point, right? We can use ChatGPT to brainstorm and co-write and help us make our businesses even better without hiring someone and without spending a lot of extra time. Here's the thing, friends. ChatGPT is not here to replace you, but to enhance your creativity and your efficiency. And as you know, that's going to give you more time to focus on what you truly love taking photos, right? So everything that we talked about today from brainstorming and emails and critiquing your website copy and having to create a bio and SEO, this is just the beginning. Really the potential is endless. And that's where we get to be creative and have fun as photographers and as business owners, we get to creatively think about how we can use such an incredible tool to make everything that we're doing in business better and easier and faster, right? Remember this, and this is important. It's all about co-writing with ChatGPT to maximize its effectiveness, not copy and pasting what it spits out at you. So now it's your turn to take action on what you've learned today. Like I always say, how would you treat this episode if you paid $100 for it, right? I have a free cheat sheet at taviaredburn.com slash chat GPT that's going to help you. It's going to summarize everything that we talked about today so that you can choose at least one thing we talked about today and start taking action using chat GPT. If you loved this episode, I would love to hear your thoughts. You can actually leave an honest review for the show on iTunes. And I thank you in advance for doing that because the more reviews that we have, the more the iTunes algorithm likes us and shows us to more photographers. And we get to keep doing episodes like this for you for free. 
So if you haven't left a review yet, you can head over to thebeautyandbirth.com slash podcast, and I will walk you through how to leave a review on iTunes. You have made it to the end of another episode. I hope you loved this one. I loved creating it for you. And I want you to remember, if you have a passion, it is not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, it's there for a reason. What are you going to do with that passion? Friend, I hope that you pursue it and make it happen. Have a great week.